Hi, good morning. It's your Saturday morning team, and you are listening to the Ladies View podcast where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hosted by myself, Celine, and Heather. Heather, are you on the line? Heather's here. Yes. So the greatness doesn't stop there, however. Today we have a guest co host, Dominique Robinson. Dominique, are you on the line? I am here. Yes. Dominique. <laughs> yes. Welcome. <laughs> now, Dominique is the CEO and founder of Pretty Me Inc., an organization that is dedicated to mentoring young girls. Dominique has joined us on a previous podcast. So, if you guys have not listened to that podcast, please make sure that you go in and tune in. Uh, thank you for being here, Dominique. Hello, thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. Awesome. How's everyone Saturday morning? Well, good. good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I always have a story. Already, right? It's oh only 9:45. I'm telling you, I started my Saturday like running. Oh, oh wow, wow. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But everything's good. Everything's good. It's cold outside today. It is, isn't it? Cold and rainy. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. All right. One, well, one day we'll see spring. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. You know, it comes and goes, right? Mm. Uh, so let me go ahead and kick off the podcast, August Green. Now, the August Green album was made available on all platforms yesterday the mm -hmm. august green is comprised of three musicians including common kareem riggins and robert glaspar uh while the album did have an early stream back in march and um, according to rap radar and then a real like an exclusive release on amazon it was made available yesterday so while i haven't listened to the entire album from what I did catch, it's got a very nice and soothing sound. Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, combines hip hop, jazz, R and B, a lot of instruments, um, piano, just a pretty dope sound altogether. Common, of course, um, repping hip hop, and he's just such a great artist. He's he's classic to me, you know. So, have you ladies had a chance to listen to any of it? I listened to a little bit of it. Okay. Um, anything with common on it, I am going to pay attention to only because he is Chicago's finest. Right. So, you know, we want to represent our people from Chicago. And I really like this project because he's coming from a different angle. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're used to common being, you know, like conscious rapper. Right. You know, right. so now I think that he's like a little bit more like intimate and emotional yes. uh, with this August Green project. And the fact that he's working with two pretty known, uh, mm -hmm. pretty well-known producers. Right. Um, I like that. Yes. So do I. So hopefully there's more to come. I've been following his projects on Instagram as well. And just a about everything that he posted is it's awesome. It's dope to me. I love Common. Much respect to Common. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. They were I, I gotta listen to um a little bit of it last night as well. And it's it's a different feel. It's mm -hmm. very, very soothing, but the things he's saying in the songs, the lyrics, the play on words, yes. it's everything that I feel we as a society need to hear more of in today's music. It was yeah. awesome. Yes, definitely. All that positivity. We need that more of that. Okay. And um, so going on to the next um, not topic, but bad boy sequel. 
uh, ladies, that was slated to come out November of 2018. Apparently, they had lost their director for whatever reason. I'm not sure. I believe it was Joe Carnahan. And the date was pushed back. So there's a new director now. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence will still be starring in The Bad Boys for Life. And it is expected to release in January of 2020. I'm excited. Me too. I love it. It has to be great. It has to be great. I mean, the original was released in, I believe, 1995, 23 Mm -hmm. years ago. And and then the second one, I think we're at 15 years from the second one. So, and I I enjoyed both of them. So I can't even imagine what the third one will be like. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it's been that long. Did you say the first one, 1995? Yeah, that was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We were we were kids then. We well, were... I was I was fifteen. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> right? We were kids. You know, I was I was kind I was kind of a kid then. But um, I'm excited because Will Smith and Martin Lawrence together, yeah, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Because and I'm not that much of a Will Smith fan regarding like his acting. What? That's just my opinion. I love Martin Lawrence. Everything that Martin Lawrence works on mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yep. Yes. I'm not that much of a Will Smith fan, but together it is like it's amazing. So um I think Bad Boys was the funniest that I thought that Will Smith has ever been mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to hear that, Heather, that you're not such a big, <sighs> big Will Smith uh, fan when it comes to his acting. No, not not of his acting. I mean, I'm I'm just not like he doesn't he he doesn't do anything for me with mm. his acting. He just he just does not. He never has. But again, with him and Martin together, mm-hmm. I love how they play off of each other. Right. Because Martin's just so silly. Yes, he is. Yeah. And everything he does is hilarious. So just, again, just to have them together again. I mean, I know that it's going to sell out in the right. first weekend. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see that. Uh, we got to wait about a year and a half or so, but I think it'll be worth the wait for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but on a more serious note, um, I'm going to pass the mic to you, Heather. I believe you got a few things for us. I do. I do. So... Flint, Michigan, ladies. Mm -hmm. Flint, Michigan is back in the news. And I know that you guys are familiar, but for our listeners who are not, just going to give a little bit of background. So Flint, Michigan is an impoverished uh, city. Mm -hmm. And the water crisis started back in 2014 because what they did was they changed their water source from treated lake water Mm -hmm. to Flint River water. Hmm. So supposedly... Again, supposedly, I use that word lightly, Mm -hmm. okay? They forgot to apply corrosion inhibitors, and as a result, the water became contaminated with lead, which, as you know, can cause major lifelong issues up to and including death. Right. Terrible. My question is, and I want to know your opinion on this, the both of you, why haven't we fixed it yet? Right. So, well, from what I was reading, they stopped, I believe they were probably at one point uh, giving out free water, handing out free water. And I thought that they had already stabilized their water system because they're no longer giving out that free water. They are. Right. 
they they still, are still still doing it. They are still yeah. doing it. Okay, okay. Or I don't know if it's nearing, you know, if it's coming to an end. But I was under the impression that again they had st- stabilized their water system. So that's not true. You know what, Celine? I did see something that said that the conditions they are deeming the conditions acceptable, but they're still telling the residents to use filtered and bottled water um, until all of the lead pipes are replaced. But they're not anticipating that to be done until the year 2020. So that's in another two years. Wow. That's a, that's a problem. Okay. A huge problem. <laughs> now, mm. there have been people that have died yes. already. And of course, they're trying to say that the deaths are not related. But come oh, on, right? You know the, these deaths are absolutely related. And then when you start having children who are having trouble reading now, right, who, right? You know that that really hit me hard. Wow. Yeah. You know, so you're ruining these children's lives. Right. And again, I said impoverished. You guys know right. that <laughs> most of the population, right, is, is comprised of black people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very sad to even think that race could have something to do with it. Just no sense of urgency to get those things situated. Exactly. That's what it is, Celine. There is absolutely no sense of urgency. And (laughs) they're getting all types of diseases from this. I mean, people have died of heart failure. There's been Legionnaire's disease. People have gotten cancer. Oh, my goodness. And they're just chalking it up to... Oh, okay. Well, we forgot to apply the How dare you forget to apply such thing? That's what I'm saying. And then why would you? I still don't understand why they changed the water source from treated water to river water. Right. Who made that decision? So they've been in a state of emergency for quite some time. And again, we've got a president in office right now who. Right has not really done much when it comes to this. That's, that's craziness to me. And this has been going on since 2014, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Since 2014. And I, I just feel for those people, you know, who have to live in just a state of devastation, you know, seeing and witnessing everyone around them getting sick, um, and just falling ill that that's a very very sad picture exactly exactly so what they're saying is that they're donating 4200 cases or 100,000 bottles of water per week mhm mm-hmm. and um it's supposed to go through labor day okay but we'll see wow we'll see and the residents are saying this is what the residents are saying because these people are are on this they're saying they still don't trust the safety of the water uh, right. of course because not. now now they're in construction season wow <laughs> and they're like there's so much underground construction happening hmm. they don't want to drink the water right and now they're complaining the officials okay well we're spending $22,000 a day on water yeah. oh well right Oh, well, do what you need to do. Of course. So thank goodness for Nestle. Right. Because Nestle Mm -hmm. is the one who is providing this water. Um, And what they're saying is that, you know, we're keeping over 10,000 public school students hydrating. 
we, you know, are continuing to invest in this project. Nice. Uh, they're making the schools purchase the bottled water. You know, they've got help centers mm-hmm. that are stocked with the Nestle water and they're open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And most of the help centers happen to be churches. Oh, of um, course. And churches are opening their doors and having people come there for bottled water. Wow. We just need this to end. Right, right. And in the meantime, Heather, if you have any information on how to maybe donate or I don't have any, inform- maybe a link or something that we can share with the listeners, yeah. I think that'll be Absolutely. great. You know, if we Absolutely. can take some sort of action, even if it's a little, a little does go a long way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And what I do have is a phone number okay. that we can, we can provide good, good. to people for them to contact and you know, mm-hmm. ask questions about how they can help. Okay, good, good. You know, so, and that'll honestly, that'll be something that I'm doing on a personal level. Yes. I want to know what I can do to contribute, even if it is water. If I have yes. to pledge a certain amount of money to get this extra water, then I will absolutely do that. Absolutely. So maybe so. we can share that phone number on our website and, yes. uh, and social media. Okay, great, yes. great. Thanks yeah, and so let's much not, for that. You're welcome. But let's not forget they need other supplies too. Yes. You know, so I mean, from, from all of this happening, their clothes have been ruined, you know, um, because you're washing, washing clothes, you know, in Mm -hmm. lead contaminated water. So their clothes have been ruined. I mean, homes have been ruined from this. So we definitely need to kind of join together so that they can, you know, try to remedy, remedy this the best way they can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yes. Yes. And then I do have something else that is heartbreaking and uh, wanted to touch on that. This is something that I know that most people have not heard about yet Mm -hmm. because I didn't hear about it. And I'm usually, you know, up on things, you know, I like, I, I like to think that, you know, I get a lot of information right when it happens. Right, right. But I didn't get this information and it broke my heart. The killing of two young black men mm-hmm. in Oklahoma mm-hmm. by a group of whites. Mm-hmm. Now, why it really upset me is because <laughs> there was no, little to no, I will say, media coverage on this. Right. Yeah. So if you guys had not heard about it, <sighs> uh, brutal deaths of two young black men in Oklahoma at the hands of a group of white men. Uh, The men had been missing for several days, but when their bodies were found, they were dismembered Mm -hmm. and um, they were found in a pond. Right. So there were two victims, Alizé Smith and Jerron Moreland. They were last seen alive on April 14th. Now that's almost a month ago. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Were they recently just found? They were recently, they they were found four or five days later. Okay. But why are we just not hearing about it this Mm -hmm. week? Right. Right. That's my biggest issue. Right. So there was the biggest problem I have Mm -hmm. that we're just not hearing about it until this week. Right. So there was never like any Amber Alert issued out for these men. And I did, I did have an opportunity to read one of an article online and um, so there was, I guess, the young men were selling a gun to um, these white guys, right? Uh-huh. The white, uh-huh. These white men. And um, it turned, well, to me, I think it's a modern, modern day lynching because apparently um, something happened there where the white men claim 
that they feared for their lives. So they yeah. shot the men. Lies. Okay. I, I agree that it was lies. Absolutely. Because why do you need me to take the men and dismember their bodies? I mean, how is that not racially motivated? I think it really, really was. No one Absolutely. does that. If it was self-defense, you may shoot him once or twice and you leave them there. You call the police. You don't take the men off in your van and right. who knows what else you did to them. Yeah. It, it's it's just unacceptable. Yeah. And it still exists. I can't believe that. Yeah. It's, it definitely exists. My, I have, my question is, when I was reading about it, there were witnesses that saw these white males shooting the victims. Wow. And were the police not called? Because how is it that they had an opportunity to not only execute these young men, but then take the bodies? Yes, yes. And she's, she was saying, and take the bodies and drive off with them? Yes. Yeah, I think we had some uh, technical difficulties yeah. with Dominique. She's going to dial back in. But what she was saying was the witnesses should have mm-hmm. called the police. Right. I they agree. Should have, they should have called the police. Right. Um, and it's unfortunate that it got so bad mm-hmm. that now they're just trying to say, oh, it's not, it's, it's not racially motivated at all. No, yes, it absolutely is racially it motivated is. because what happened was they met the two white men mm-hmm. at a grocery store parking lot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The two went in the back seat mm-hmm. of their van. Right. And then the white said they heard the click of a gun. Right. Believing the two were yeah. about to shoot them. Come on. That's right. the easiest thing for you to say. Right. That's what you'll blame it on. Of course. Okay. Right. And to Dominique's so, point, she said, um, why wouldn't anyone have called the cops? Why do we have to wait yeah. until a month later after the yeah. men have been killed to learn that there were witnesses out there? Yeah. Exactly. And no one called? No one called. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No one. No one. I and fathom that. Right. Well, no one called because they were black. Right. And let's just call a spade a spade. Right. That's what it is. Now, the white suspects, and I will mention their name because it's, it's, it's in the, you know, the right. internet now. Right. Kevin Garcia Butler, 22 years mm-hmm. old. Johnny Shane Barker, 43. And Kevin's 16-year-old brother, hmm. who they did not share his name. Um, they took the bodies. They, they stripped them naked. Mm-hmm. They dismembered them. Wow. They chained cinder blocks to their feet and then they mm-hmm. threw them in a pond near, near their home. Now if that's not racially motivated. I right. don't know what is. Yep. And then to add insult to injury, right? The two young boys, 40 year old mother yes. was also arrested and charged as an accessory because the bodies were originally taken to her house. Come on. What is this? Right. Right. So I've been reading Sean King, and I don't know if you guys know who he is. He is a an activist and a journalist. I love Sean King. No, I, I haven't. He read he work. brings he <laughs> he brings the noise. Does he? Okay. Okay. Yeah, he absolutely brings the noise. And a- a- actually, I'm going to reach out to Sean King because I would like for him to um, come on the show. Yes, we would um, love if that. He'd be awesome. willing to do that. Um, and he's telling the truth about this. Yep. Oh, I have to read that article. Share yeah, that with me, if you will. Yeah, I will definitely do that. He, he's telling the truth about this. Now, the Cleveland County prosecutor 
uh, Greg Mashburn is saying that the killing wasn't a hate crime. How is it not? Exactly. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Very, it's, very sad. It's, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And one of the young boy's mother, you know, bless her heart. I mean, I can't imagine the pain and suffering that yeah. these parents are going through. And she said she knew something was wrong. She yeah. and her son were that close yes. that she knew if my son does not come by right. or if he does not call me by a certain time, he's either dead or missing. Right. Right. And she was That's right. what she told the detectives. Mm-hmm. And then she wasn't even able to view his body because it was just he was just that badly tortured that the funeral home said no don't do it don't do it wow heartbreaking yeah yeah and and you're right it didn't make headlines it didn't did not we found out this week right and how this week we found out wow so yeah let's definitely put it out there i think it's our job to include stories um, in our podcast, website, social media that is not really making headlines, you Mm -hmm. know, but these are real um, things happening in real life. And, you know, for some reason they're being dismissed that no one really cares. They don't care. Hmm. So uh, you're right, Celine, we're definitely going to make sure that we are shedding some light on these things that, are not being uh, talked about on social not media enough. the way that they need to, um, which means that we are going to have to do our research on them and mm-hmm. bring the facts, obviously, and, you know, try to make connections with people who may have been involved or may have some additional information. Um, and one, one more thing that I wanted to say was this thing was premeditated. Oh, right? yes. Yes. It was absolutely premeditated. These people knew what they were going to do when they got to that grocery store parking lot because the police found um, the van. It was a Chrysler town and country surrounded by cleaning products and a power washer. Mm -hmm. Wow. Inside the van, there was blood splatter, Mm -hmm. uh, a chainsaw, and a jigsaw. Wow. I, I, I don't, I'm just not understanding. I, if I go to my local grocery store today and there's a shooting in the parking lot, let's just start there. There's a shooting in the parking lot. Right. And then they had time to remove the bodies and take right. the bodies away. How? Right. Are there no, there are witnesses, obviously. Usually right. grocery stores have some type of cameras outside, something. Mm-hmm. And, and here we are a month later. Come on. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so again, it's our job mm-hmm. and we have to take some personal responsibility when it comes to things like this to not ignore it Absolutely. and make sure that we are again, bringing some facts mm-hmm. related to these situations, yes. Yes. you know, because I you agree. have to think, what if it were me? What if it were yes. my child, my brother, yes. my sister, you know, would you right. want to watch your parent mm. have to deal with that heartache? Right. Right. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. thanks for sharing yes, yes. that story with us Heather we yeah you're welcome that. yeah mm-hmm. it, it hurts definitely mm-hmm. but um I am um I'm more than pleased to you know to talk about these things right you know and to try to help our our listeners try to mm-hmm. gain some more insight 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I do want to uh, transition and I want to talk about something that is not as sad and heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're right. Um, we're all quiet now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You know, you hear like the violins playing in the background, you know, but I do want to transition and we will go into this uh, segment's TTL. Yes. Talk time with the ladies. Talk time with the ladies. And Today's TTL is going to be dedicated to body shaming. Yes. Now, body shaming is something that we all do as women. Right. We all body shame ourselves. We body shame each other. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it's un- unintentional. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was complaining last week because I do that. You know, when I get on something, I get on a rant. I keep going. <laughs> so I was talking last week about... Ashley Graham. Right. And Kelly Ripa. Right, right. They have two different body types. We know this. Right. Kelly Ripa is very, very thin. Yes, she is. I think that Kelly Ripa is smaller than my 14-year-old. I do. <laughs> She's tiny. I definitely tiny. know that she is much shorter than my 14-year-old because mm-hmm. my 14-year-old is really tall. Right. But I know that she is, she's probably the height of my nine-year-old. She right, is a right. tiny, tiny person. But then we have Ashley Graham, who mm-hmm. is very thick, very statuesque, both beautiful women, but they were both shamed because they decided that they wanted to be out there wearing a bikini. Right. Right. And I just have a problem with that. So Kelly Ripa's husband, Mark Consuelos, who is absolutely in love with his wife, posted a picture on, mm-hmm. not sure if it was Instagram or Twitter, right. but either way, he posted a picture. And then the caption under that was sexy. Right. She Good. was dragged online. I know. Oh, I, I, I couldn't believe it. First of all, the woman is about 47 years old or something. Yes, yeah, she is. Right. So- and I, she looks amazing to me. And you can yes. tell that she works out. I mean, yes. yes, she's naturally tiny, but she's defined. You know, she works out for that body as well. And if she chooses to be small or she'd rather be slim, that's perfectly fine. Right. You know, I mean, the woman looks great when I'm 47. I hope to be wearing a bikini just like her and have my abs, you know, as flat as hers and arms nice and (laughs) slim and toned. toned. The, The woman looks great. You know, there's really no winning. And then you have Ashley Graham, who's, you know, just a thicker model. And she's just as beautiful. She's natural. She's curvy. Mm -hmm. But what's wrong with that? She was called brave for wearing a bikini. You know, what what makes her brave for wanting to be out there in a two-piece? Right. And I get it. Appearance is important. But I think that comes from us taking care of ourselves. Uh, We still have to be confident in our bodies. And we still have to be, you know, confident in what we wear, how I don't, I'm not sure what people are expecting from women, but it's a little bit too much. Uh, Heather and I were discussing or talking about the Instagram models and how they all look the Uh same. I mean, you know, some women rather go with the natural look. I know I myself am fine with my body and I like the natural look. I don't like to look plastic or feel fake, you know? And your husband I mean, that's doesn't exactly want that. it. No, exactly no. It. Yeah, it's plastic. It's not real. And we're in this new age where go get a tummy tuck, go get it sucked right. out, and you know, go get it poked, and and that's just right. not okay. We can be, be, we are beautiful, naturally beautiful. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's it's terrible that society is making women conform to 
these new fads of plastic surgery and you're not you're not um accepted if you're not sucked and tucked in no that's not okay no right right not at all not I mean all. and it, we as women should not be criticizing other women and you know how other women look and you know everyone is different everyone is built differently but we're Mm -hmm. all unique that is what makes us unique you know um and i think that we need to have more self-love and carry ourselves with confidence i think confidence goes a long way and confidence is very very attractive it is it is right and i think that well, I'm a firm believer in dress according to your body type. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. You know, I do feel like if you are a thicker, bigger woman, then you shouldn't wear clothes that are two sizes too small for you. Right. right. But in the same token, I also feel that if you are a naturally thin woman, you know, mm-hmm. um, I do think that you need to wear things that are pleasing to your body as well. Of mm-hmm. course. Um, but I would never, ever, ever call someone brave right. or drag them. If you decide you want to get out there, if you are confident enough, right. if you have that courage to get out there in a two piece, then you do your thing. Right. We all wear bathing suits. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> we all, I mean, how, how are you supposed to swim? <laughs> you know, and, then, and it upsets me because I love the beach. I love right. the beach. I love being mm-hmm. in water. And when I see women out there in t-shirts and shorts, basketball shorts, and like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always thinking like someone right. made you feel that you couldn't be out here in a bathing yeah. suit. Right. They make mm-hmm. bathing suits for all sizes. They do. They do. You know, and I know that we, you know, Selena and myself, we're always like, okay, we got to do this by summer. Right. Okay. We got to, yeah. you know, we got to add this many sit-ups in, or <laughs> we got to work out this much to have this, or we're going to go on a fast this week, right, or, right. Gonna, or whatever, <laughs> you know, to try to lose five pounds by Friday. Right. You know, you know, but it's like, okay, are we shaming ourselves? Right, right. Or if I take a picture and I'm like, oh, is that a double chin there? I don't have a double chin. Right. But I'm always like, oh, is that a double chin? Right. Is that what, you know, and I'm like, okay, stop. Yes, we are picture Nazis, Heather. You and I, we really are. Yeah, yeah, We can take about 50 pictures and be like, no, you know what? I just don't like how I look. I'm not posting anything. Don't post that one. Please don't post. I think that's every woman. I think that's every woman today. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, um, and why is that? You know, I think that we need to be um, okay with how we look. And, you know, it, it's who we are. It's who God made us. And, right. you know, we can't downplay that and we shouldn't at all. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that the problem is that we've got these ideals mm-hmm. and we could be strong women. I feel like I'm a strong woman. I feel like I'm a confident woman, Mm -hmm. but I do think because society has placed so much pressure on us to look a certain way. And although I come against all types of stuff like that, I'm like, I don't care what society says. I think that some of it still affects Mm -hmm. you in the back of your mind. You are thinking negatively about yourself. Possibly. Um, So I do think that we need to spend more time building ourselves up Mm -hmm. and building each other up And that's why it's great to give compliments to people. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. I agree. 
it doesn't it doesn't make you less of a person not to give all. a compliment no, to call another not. woman beautiful or you know I mean we do it all the time right right um you know yes you look we great do. or I like your outfit or mm-hmm. you look good in that or oh girl look at your booty you know right exactly all, no all and I'm and all I- for that I do it all the time I'm always constantly giving other women compliments because you know it's it feels good when a compliment is coming from another woman, you know, and then that shows how confident you are with yourself. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. And I give love to all these women all the time. If they look good, Hey, you look good, you know, and that's just the truth. I'm not going to hate on her, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. So more of that. Yes, definitely. We We definitely need to have more love. We need to, Especially when we are, you know, we're around young girls. And Dominique, that's why we love your mission right. so much, this oh, Pretty Me Inc., honestly, because yes. this is what you do all the time. You're all empowering and you're building these little girls right. up. And they may not have that at home for whatever reason. Right. You know, you can't yeah. give something that you've never had. Right. And mm-hmm. if you've never had it, you have to teach yourself how to be able to impart into other women you know I thank God for my mother God rest her soul but I thank Mm -hmm. God for her because my mom spent so much time building me up awesome yes be confident you're beautiful you're unique yes look at your nose nobody looks like you Mm -hmm. you know look at your eyes look at your skin you know always always did that for me and the funny thing is and I told my friend this recently And when I was little, if you could tell by looking at me now, when I was little, I always had a big butt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm talking about when I was like my (laughs) nine-year-olds. I always had a big butt. Now, when you're nine and 10 with a big butt, you get talked about by those little boys, right? (laughs) So, but let me tell you, so one day, and I didn't say anything at first, but now I I just, I wanted to scream. So like one day I came home from school and I was really upset and my mom's like, what's wrong? And I said, you know, so-and-so, and and I won't name their names because Mm -hmm. they may be, you know, may may be listening to this. I don't want to put them out there like that. But... (laughs) so-and-so was talking about my booty and talking about how big it was. And she was like, let me tell you something. That's the same booty that they're going to want when you get to high school. Right. Is that not true? Right. Is that not true? true? So when I got to high school, you know, and I would run into them every now and again, whether it was in the neighborhood or somewhere, then they were like, Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You're like, telling you back off you exactly. that's what I'm this. saying you were making fun of me in fourth and fifth grade weren't you oh that's <laughs> talking hilarious. about how high my uniform skirt set up in the back you know what I mean but now it's like oh, oh okay, that's hilarious you now isn't that funny? right but yeah that I mean, is just like that like example yes. and that happens all the time it does all it does time. oh my goodness that is hilarious <laughs> it is right good right? story so, all of y'all out there, yes. okay, see see what I look like now. Right. You know, but, <laughs> but again, and I tell my daughters this because, again, I want them to be confident. Right. And I, I want them to feel empowered. So, again, Dominique, hands off to you. Yes. Or hats off to you, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And the little girls, I'm sure they appreciate you. Yes. It's absolutely needed, especially because today, I want to say society has its own way of 
brainwashing us. Right. And because we're so in tune with social media, mm-hmm. we're not even realizing that we're being brainwashed right. until we have these conversations where we're realizing, oh my gosh, I do look in the mirror and say I'm fat or it's all about angles. Let me get the good shot <laughs> because if I post this, oh my gosh, they're going to come for me. Right. And, and that's not okay. It's, it's very important for us strong, confident women to really put a message out there consistently mm-hmm. to kind of break this cycle of body shaming of I'm supposed to look a certain type of way. Heather, I think you really um, made a va- valid point when you said your mom took the time mm-hmm. to really build you up. She took the time to be a parent. She took the time to to put confidence in, in you. And I think a lot of that is lacking today. If we can come together as women and start putting out more positivity and positive messages, it gives them something else to look at other than the plastic surgery or the video vixens, the Instagram models. And, yes. and it's just very important to to do those things. Yeah, very, very well said, Dominique. Thank you very much for that. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, we're going to wrap up this podcast. I just wanted to tell everyone out there and thank everyone out there who's been listening to the podcast. We're starting to get reviews on our iTunes, on iTunes and podcast app. So if you haven't yet go out there, review us, rate us, leave us a nice little comment. Let us know what it is that you want to hear, what you want us to talk about, what it is that you want to want to learn from us. Um, And so again, thank you guys who have been supportive. We really, really appreciate you. Remember that you can find us on Instagram at the ladies view on Facebook at the ladies view show on Snapchat at the ladies view on Twitter at the ladies view TV and our website, www.theladiesview.com until next time. Have a great week. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Bye. Bye. Bye.